0: They are yanking, twisting, and pulling on our kids' necks. Their brainstem, their cranial system, their spinal cord, their cervical spine, the most unprotected part of their body is the one injured during birth. Welcome to the Experience Miracles podcast, where we help parents find hope, answers, and drug-free help to overcome your child's chronic health challenges. I'm your host, Dr. Tony Ebo, and I'll be sharing my experiences as both a dad and a doctor on every episode. I can take the latest science and neurology of healing and break it down in the most simple and relatable way possible. We'll take on the toughest topics and answer your biggest questions through interviews with other amazing parents and leading experts, leaving you with practical action steps that you can take to help your child heal and thrive. It's Time to expect and experience miracles. Let's get started. All right, parents, welcome to another episode of the Experience Miracles Podcast. I'm just going to call it with this one. This is the most important episode. This is the most important topic that I think I can share with you and teach you, whether you are a parent, another provider, all of us. And here's why. All of the other things that are contributing to chronic illness, chronic challenges in our kids, which are at a higher rate, whether we're talking autism or ADHD or asthma than ever before, they're all part of the conversation. In fact, we call that the perfect storm. That's the whole theory of our perfect storm concept is that it's a multitude of things in sequence. These stressors, these toxins that our kids are exposed to early in life, conception, pregnancy, birth intervention. And that's this one. The reason I say that this is the most important episode is because I've been in this world with a specialty on autism and epilepsy and seizures and chronic illness in kids. And I know that very few other people at all are talking about birth trauma. Now, the word that we're going to put into synonymous terms really today is birth intervention. So C-section, forceps, vacuum, induction. And we're going to absolutely deep dive into the lifelong lasting effects of birth trauma in kids Except there's an asterisk to that. As I say that is, the whole point of this episode is to not just teach you the negative neurodevelopmental, neuroimmunological effects that birth interventions like C-section have on the health of our kids. But I want to get you that information, not because any of us, myself included, with our son's traumatic birth, can go back in time and change that, but we absolutely can go forward and address this birth trauma we can address the brain stem injuries the vagus nerve damage and disorders to the nervous system that are coming from birth trauma if we know about it so i'm already in the thick of it and i promise i'm going to kind of slow down to speed up your understanding throughout this episode and i'm going to teach you all of the scientific elements we're going to talk about the research which clearly shows that birth intervention and birth trauma are directly correlated to autism, ADHD, asthma, obesity, you name it, we can have that conversation. We will have that conversation today. But please, right away in the first three minutes, know this, this conversation is my favorite and least favorite at the same time to provide to parents within everything that we teach. It's my favorite because you deserve to know this. You need to know this information. No other doctors, no other professionals, nobody else really, very few people, on Instagram, on Google, on anywhere are talking about this because everybody on the standard medical side of the fence still blames genetics for autism, ADHD, and so forth. Even though they are neurological disorders, even though we clearly know that the underpinning of autism, ADHD, seizures, you name it, is an overstressed dysfunctional nervous system, they blame bad luck on the conventional side. So they're all talking about genetics. We have literally spent billions of dollars trying to blame DNA for autism and neurological disorders. And on the other side of the fence, the natural health, the integrated, the functional world that I bet most of our listeners are very awesomely well-versed in, you have gone deep down the rabbit holes of learning about gluten and dairy and gliophosphate and red dye number 40 and tongue ties and airway obstructions and all of low tone, high tone. You have gone down every road possible looking for the root cause of your kids' challenges. And when we really talk about root causes, I'm going to introduce another word. What triggered it? What actually caused and first triggered that perfect storm? And I'm telling you, after 15 plus years of doing this work and taking tens of thousands of case histories, then teaching thousands of other PX doctors to take this case history, looking for these things, but particularly this thing, birth intervention and trauma, and them seeing the same statistical correlation. I've then spent hundreds, probably thousands of hours, pouring into the research to see and have found the statistical and scientific correlations with the research. And most importantly, in the introduction of this, to really drive how important, how helpful this episode is going to be for your family. Once we find it we can fix it. Once we're aware of it, we can take action towards it. And so now through our clinic and then now taught to all of our PX doctors, we have developed clinical protocols to not just find the lasting effects of birth trauma and the stress on the nervous system, but to actually do something about it. So I promise you this, this is not a bad news only episode. It may by distribution wise, it may be 90 to 95% of the time. I'm talking about the bad stuff that comes with birth intervention, forceps, c-section, breach position, all of the things. But I'm going to spend that much time really showing you the science behind the not good stuff so I can get you going in the right direction. So please hang with me all the way through this episode. Please share the heck out of this episode. This is by far and away the most overlooked, under-addressed component of chronic health in our kids and as you'll see if you've got little ones it's the number one trigger of breastfeeding challenges acid reflux colic sleep issues chronic ear infections constipation and the whole perfect storm sequence in the first place so I'll kind of finish uh, setting the tone for this one with a fun story so I get to and I get to travel a ton I love getting out in person and teaching this stuff about birth trauma vagus nerve damage dishonmy the perfect storm, all these terms you're going to learn and really clearly understand. I promise I will not just introduce them and nerd out with you today like every episode on the Experience Miracles podcast. We will go nerdy. We will go sciency. But remember, I'm an Iowa farm boy and a dad first, so I will make sense of it for all of us. But I've traveled the world and I've taught this. And if there's anything I've taught more about, it's birth trauma. So when you're traveling to get to and fro, you take airplanes and you take Ubers. And since I'm just, you know, got a podcast here uh, that where I talk about this stuff, I love to talk, period. I am Tony the Talker, okay? Okay. And so I have no problem when I sit down on an airplane or in the back of an Uber and somebody says, you know, so what's the proverbial conversation flow? Hey, you're going home or you're going to work? You're going on vacation? You're going to work? Well, I don't really consider it my job work, but it fits that frame, right? And so then the next question, once you answer in that direction is, oh, cool. What do you, um, what do, you do? What are you here for? And I'm just going to tell it to you kind of pretending we're in the back of the Uber here podcast listening uh, tribe. And here's how I always say it. Well, I'm actually a pediatric chiropractor who specializes in birth trauma and the lasting effects it can have and often does have on the nervous system, leading to things like autism, epilepsy, ADHD, and chronic autoimmune challenges in kids. Now, I'm trying to recant it instead of doing it naturally. So actually, I think I say it usually more succinctly and straight punch to the point. And that's the whole deal because I'm really trying to get them, and I've done it so many times on a plane or in an Uber, where after just three minutes of this conversation about the fact that millions of babies are being pulled out by a gigantic pliers, forceps, a gigantic plungers, vacuum extraction, or a gigantic set of hands, C-section, induction, and manual assistance, and we are yanking, twisting, pulling and physically injuring infants' necks at birth, we would never do that. Not a minute later, not a year later. Nobody, an adult, wouldn't yank, twist, and pull on someone else's head and neck. That's called trauma. That's called getting arrested. And every single one of us knows that for infants, it's their head and neck that they can't move. They can't protect it on their own. So literally within two to three minutes, which is about what it's taking for me to kind of pretend we're in that scenario here, every Uber driver, every Airplane passenger, next seat person I've met has said to me, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. How come nobody else is talking about this? How come my child had this? My child did have an emergency C-section. She was super colicky. She was super fussy. She did have tons of ear infections, needed tons of antibiotics, then had gut issues and gross motor delays and has tons of sensory emotional anxiety challenges today. Why did my pediatrician not tell me about this? Why has no one else told me about this until you landed in the back of my Uber or next to me on an airplane? Well, now I get the chance to not have this conversation one-on-one, which I've been blessed to have, I don't know how many times in my life, or one-on-many that can fit into a room or onto a workshop or into a a webinar, but we're going to spend more than three minutes on this episode really deep diving into the neurology the science, the long-lasting effects of birth interventions, but again, most importantly, what we can do about them. So this episode is absolutely essential and perfect for you. And again, please share it with any other parent you know whose child is struggling, especially with neurological issues like sensory, like seizures, like autism. And it's perfect for you if you have exhausted everything else. If you have followed the traditional, conventional pediatrician path where your child was colicky, was fussy, was chronic ear infections, was having tons of tantrums and meltdowns and struggles and speech delays and gross motor challenges when they were an infant, when they were one, when they were two, when they were three, and your conventional pediatrician dismissed your concerns and punted your questions and said, ah don't worry about it. They'll grow out of it. Well, with this episode linked to the trigger, the neurological trigger of birth trauma, I'm here to tell you kids don't grow out of colic and chronic ear infections and constipation. They grow into missed milestones, developmental delays, autism, ADHD, and anxiety. And all of that perfect storm sequence starts somewhere. So years ago, we started to track this in our clinic. When we take a case history on our patients, we don't just do it because it's a procedure and we're trying to just go through the motions. Every single patient, we sit down knee to knee with parents and we take a deep dive, paying full attention case history. And 85 to 90% of the time or more, when a child has these challenges, so those infant and to toddler challenges, they then have birth trauma behind them. 85 to 90% of the time when a child has autism, ADHD, anxiety. I got my start in this neuro-focused world, taking care of teenagers who were 17, 18, 19, young adults, 21 with epilepsy and Asperger's and ADHD, six medications, seven medications, eight medications, tried every therapy, tried every diet change. And parents were coming us to as a last resort. The reason we were the last resort and the first to help is because we were the first to talk to them about birth trauma for those kiddos, 19 years prior, this storm, this neurological imbalance had been triggered and then brewing that whole time. And we're the first one, once you talk about it, Then again, like we're going to talk about this whole episode, then there's something to do about it. So if you have exhausted the conventional system, medical, genetic testing, and found no answers and no results there, and maybe you've awesomely gone deep as well down the natural, holistic, functional, integrative world, and you have changed your child's diet, you have detoxed them, chelated them, hyperbaric oxygenation, supplementation, essential oils, you name it, you've done it, and your child's nervous system challenges are still there, My goodness, it's really, really important that for 9 out of 10 families, we have this conversation because it's the strongest statistical and scientific conversation I have found and been obsessed with for 15 years to finally give you the answers as to what really triggered your child's storm. And this is not just my theory. This is not just, you know looking in this direction, uh, we have an entire document. You can actually find tons of articles with all the research citations below them on our website, pxdocs.com. So PX is short for the pediatric experience. That's why this is the Experience Miracles podcast, getting you excited, getting you informed about the nervous system, getting you connected to our tribe. But if you go to pxdocs.com and you just read the articles about autism or birth trauma or whatever you need to read, go there. Search your child's challenges, you will find this birth trauma conversation in pretty much every article, including the citations at the bottom. I want to review two of the ones that I think are most straightforward. First, research study is called Hang with me here. We're talking some nerdy science. We got a lot of words. We are actually about to just get on into full steam nerdville. All right. But again, promise I will make it simple for you. So if you're in the next 20 to 30 minutes of this podcast, if you hear me say a word or words you've never hear, heard before, don't worry. I'm going to come back and simplify them for us. So this first study is titled incidence of Pre- peri and postnatal birth and developmental problems of children with sensory processing disorder and children with autism spectrum disorder so this is one of my favorite studies because they literally researched through this massive data analysis and meta-analysis study our perfect storm concepts that says hey pre challenges getting pregnant they're a factor with sensory and autism Perry factors stress during pregnancy. We're going to do a whole deep dive episode just on that. We're going to do a ton of interviews about birth trauma, about pregnancy, about fertility and preconception. It's all in the nervous system. A stressed out journey to get pregnant is a mom whose nervous system is stressed out and stuck in sympathetic dominance, which we're going to talk about next. A pregnancy full of anxiety, full of medical intervention, full of fear is a pregnancy journey for mom's nervous system stuck in sympathetic fight-or-flight nervous system tone that is then shared with the baby becomes mom's nervous system, that umbilical cord is the power cord to the baby. So there's perinatal or pregnancy influence to these challenges. And it's all the same science. It's neurology, 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 and then postnatal. So what's happening at birth and after birth? And so here's what it says in amongst tons of findings they found in clinical correlations. It says, in addition, rates of breach position, cord wrap prolapse, assisted delivery methods, particularly forceps and suction deliveries were strongly correlated with autism and with sensory processing disorder later on in life in kids. Now, forceps and, and suction, so that's vacuum extraction. Today on this episode, we're basically lumping every one of the birth interventions from forceps and vacuum, which by far typically have the most physical tension, twisting, yanking, pulling. It's it's not something you'd ever want to watch a video of. If you watch our Perfect Storm webinar register for our next live one, and you can find that information on our website too, then you'll see during that live webinar and presentation, I show a video of a C-section delivery, and every single time I've shown that video, I know I'm on a podcast here, so I'm referencing a video, but if you watch this on YouTube, maybe we'll have our, our team sneak this in here, or at least an image of a C-section delivery and a forceps delivery. I have shown that C-section video, and it's a standard scheduled C-section where the doctors are whistling and joking while they do it, which is part of the context we're really trying to drive home with this episode, and the entire room gasps, and I've showed it to tens of thousands of chiropractors and parents alike, and every single one of us, including ninety nine point nine percent of them who are watching that, not having done what I've done with my whole life, study birth trauma, study the science behind it, and do something about it. They all gasp, and they all know, because that saying if a picture's worth a thousand words, then a video is worth a million, and I'm praying that this podcast is worth a million words of understanding and action for you as well, because those physically traumatic bursts may be life-saving, and we'll get to that. Medical intervention. My goodness, my son, I know this. They saved his life with medicine. But they also injured his brain and his nervous system. And he would have gone down the road of autism, epilepsy, seizures, cerebral palsy, had he not had, had I not had this information, which then got me into action. And y'all, I know I probably have already said this 17 times in this one singular episode, but the entire point of empowering you, educating you, and informing you with this information through the Experience Miracles podcast is to not just fill up your knowledge but it's to turn it into action so you can get connected to a doctor who knows about this, step one, to be able to do something about this, step two, okay? So another study titled Association of Cesarean Delivery with Risk of Neurodevelopmental and Psychiatric Disorders in the Offspring, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. And one of the sentences out of this, there's tons of great information in this one too. It says, compared with offspring born by vaginal delivery offspring born via cesarean delivery had increased odds of autism spectrum disorders and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder as well. Now, I'm going to do deep dive episodes and tons of interviews just about autism, but that title, because it's a medical research, it actually also exposes something that is so off base with the medical perspective of of autism. And if you have the wrong framework to do any research or any action with, you're going to come to the wrong outcomes, right? So it says psychiatric disorders. Autism isn't a rooted psychiatric disorder. Autism ends up in the brain, altering socialization, communication, emotional behavioral regulation. But autism is triggered By these things we're talking about within the central and autonomic nervous system. And so when we get into the science next, it's all linked to the trauma. It's all linked to the trigger. So birth intervention, and actually here's a fun slash not too fun fact on this. In a lot of the research, it's kind of been updated and isn't such the case anymore because I think they're finally just having to, to admit and handle these things. But a lot of times to find the research I've been looking for about birth intervention and its correlations to these challenges with kids, I've had to use the term birth augmentation. So augmentation is a nice way of saying that child got stuck in the birth canal and they used a gigantic set of pliers or plunger and extraction or hands to get them out. Now, Before we shift gears here and we go super sciency and we teach you the neurology, what I need you to know is so many times, this is exactly what needed to happen. When a child is stuck, when labor delivery is not progressing, and again, I promise you we're going to bring you the greatest interviews, the best experts In natural birth, pregnancy, labor and delivery, you name it, okay? If you haven't listened to the episode where my wife and I share Oliver's story, or you can go over to YouTube and check what's called our Green Chair series and you can see all about Oliver. That was not his plan. Oliver had a severely traumatic birth. I've taken tens of thousands of case histories of birth intervention and trauma, but I've been, I was at his. And watching it with my own eyes after I had studied it at that time, he was born three years into practice and I had dedicated already my entire career to autism, seizures, neurological challenges in kids triggered by birth trauma, birth intervention, and the perfect storm and the brainstem damage and science we're about to teach you. I just want you to know that that was obviously seriously not the plan. The plan was to not need intervention. I printed the, I I remember helping, you know, Christina and I, well, it was obviously, I'm the dude in this situation. So I am there to get ice chips and try and get out of the way, right? And just make sure that the car seat is trapped inappropriately when we drive home terrified with a brand new baby. Okay, that's the dude's role amongst maybe some snacks, right? And so the truth is building this plan and supporting my wife through pregnancy and her going after a natural delivery. And thankfully, we'd already had one. Our oldest daughter, Addison, was born. So we had all sorts of confidence and we had a full plan and a full team, a midwife, a doula, right? Ready to go, hoping, planning, strategizing, preparing for a birth without intervention. Now, when you listen to this episode, rockstar moms and, and, and families out there, I got to imagine your plan was to not have intervention as well. Something happened that triggered it. Now, when it's a true emergency intervention, when birth really absolutely needed that C-section, needed that forceps, needed that induction, needed that vacuum extraction to save your child's life and maybe yours, thank God we have it. Every day in my prayers, would I thank God for Oliver? I thank the Him for the medical team. I thank him for the surgeons. I thank him for the anesthesiology and the medicine and all of the crisis emergency interventions. Oliver took a helicopter ride from one hospital to another. We saw the most amazing real life experience of the best system in the world, which is the United States Emergency Crisis Intervention System. And we also simultaneously saw the worst of it because they're terrible at actually handling chronic health, at actually addressing the side effects of intervention. And what the WHO shows us, teaches us, and research tells us is that C-section should only be about 10% of the time. Every intervention we are discussing on this podcast episode, by medical research, it's proven to be overused. We have medicalized birth. We have turned birth into a business. God forbid you got pregnant after the age of 35, right? I'm it's hard for me to not go down this rabbit hole right now, but I promise you this, this podcast is going to change your life. It's going to change your family's life. It's going to change millions of families' life by getting the information not just the totality of this perfect storm, but we will take, just like today we're doing with Birth Intervention and Trauma, we're going to have the best episodes ever about birth and about labor, preparing you, getting you to understand medical experts, natural health experts, all of the above. So if you want to know more about that, hang with us. We're going to bring in experts like Dr. Lindsay Matthews Cantu from BirthFit. Dr. Stu uh, is going to come on to the podcast and share with us. Dr. Allie is going to come on and talk with us. And if you love that stuff and you need more information there, because maybe you've still got more pregnancies, more babies to be born. Awesome. Remember, I'm a dad of four kids. Life gets... So here, I'll lighten the mood here for a second as we shift to science. All right, so here is my... Totally not proven scientific theory, okay? So this is not like birth trauma. I'm not about to, you know, throw you a study out of JAMA or anything on this one. This is just proven through the evil neurological... um uh, life. Okay. So you have, when you have that first kiddo, it is the most exciting, exhilarating time ever. It, and it's stressful. It's busy. It's a crazy time, right? Got to go. Well, I was going to say, I always say Bed Bath & Beyond, but that didn't go so well for them. Despite having to buy 4,000 things for a eight, you know six, seven, eight pound baby, you have to have 600 items at your birth registry. So where am I going with this in my little moment of levity and humor? So truth is one baby, pretty busy actually kind of stressful right because woof massive life change but then you get your momentum right you get your mojo you get it figured out let's go we got this baby carrier packed up let's go game on so then you get to two all right well there's two of you so two on two man to man you're good right everything's fine we're gonna be all right it's gonna be great you get to three whoa right? All of a sudden, your HRV, your nervous system tanks. All of a sudden, you're just losing hair, your beard's going gray, you know, things are falling apart, you know, just throughout your whole life. Just having fun here, guys. Hang with me on this. And then you're one baby away from a moment of bliss, okay? Because when you have that fourth child, so in our family, that little that little nut job is called Amelia or nicknamed Tiny. Once you have that fourth child, this happens to you and it is amazing for your health, your mindset, your nervous system. I'm a nervous system obsessed guy. So here we go. You give up. <laughs> you just you just throw in the towel. You stop pretending that you will ever have your crap together. You stop thinking you'll be on time for church. You just roll in happily 11, 10. Hey, we got one song left. All right, we're going to sing this one real loud, you know? So you just get to this four kid mentality and you're like, how are people that have that many kids... Why do they look so happy and so de-stressed? Because we've given up, everyone. That's that's just really... So you didn't even know you were going to get this massive, incredible, you know, life coaching moment in the middle of this. So keep charging, families. And uh, especially, with this information about how to have these healthy pregnancies, healthy birth, healthy babies. Well, let's go. You know, maybe you don't even stop at four. Maybe you're just going to roll right on through that. All right? Get yourself a big conversion van. Um, and, and let it rip from there, all right. Okay, we're back on track. Real quick, this is your first episode of the Expanse Miracles podcast. You should expect at minimum, I kind of have a quota per episode of one random dad joke, farmer story, whatever I need to tell you, because we talk about some serious stuff on here, y'all. So, I gotta, you know, we gotta lighten the mood here. Mood, mood, yeah, that's what I meant to say on this a little bit, all right. Back half of the episode here, my friends. This is where we're going to get sciency and we're going to do it in sequence. So what happens? Why is birth intervention? So we went through statistical correlations. Cool. Research has said, and, and here's what every one of those research studies says. Um, As you read through it, they're like, yeah, because they're medical researchers. They don't know what we know here as pediatric nervous system focused chiropractors. They don't understand neurological function. They just understand kind of sickness and stats and, 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 and pathology. Well, there's a difference between diagnosing and finding something and figuring out what the actual cause is what the sequence of the neurophysiological, biological dysfunction and storm is. And we're about to overview it for you. And again, keep it really simple. So, number one, the physical trauma, the strain the tension, the torsion, the tissue damage. It's all happening when that when that forceps or a breach or cord wrapped or emergency C-section or scheduled C-section is going. And that physical injury immediately triggers what's called a sympathetic fight-or-flight protective response. It needs to. God gave us this sympathetic fight-or-flight response to protect us, to maintain life when physical injury happens, when toxic injury happens, when emotional trauma happens. Just think about when you physically injure your neck Does it immediately loosen up? Have you ever had a whiplash accident? Have you ever kind of jammed your head? Have you ever slept funky on your neck? I'm very much simplifying birth trauma. Birth trauma is a much bigger deal. Lifelong lasting for kids, altering their entire gross motor development, cerebellar function, vagus nerve, dysautonomia, all these things we're about to introduce. But it's a good enough correlation to say, if you sleep weird on your neck, mom and dad, does it go away the instant you get up that morning? Can you get rid of it on your own? If, that neck tension. And it can be mild. Let it be mild for my little clinical correlation here. If that neck tension, so what's called your suboccipital, kinda of at the base of your skull, the root of your neck, moms, you carry all your stress, traps, and shoulders. When your neck is bothering you, are you easily bothered? Are you irritable? Are you emotional? Is your behavior off track? Are you more anxious? Do you struggle to sleep? Do you struggle to focus at work or with your kids? Do you struggle to keep track of all the things you have to do? Do you feel more fatigued, more cranky, more grumpy? Yes, you do. The neck is the hub. I'll just call it this for, for lightning the moment for a second again. The neck is the hub to our happiness, to our emotional regulation, to our digestive stimulation, to our stress mod- regulation. So nervous system regulation occurs in the brainstem. And so the first thing that happens, it's the most sensitive part of our body because it's the air traffic control region for all of what's called the central and autonomic nervous system. So the first thing that happens with birth trauma is there is a fight or flight triggered response. The nervous system immediately shifts into sympathetic dominance. Now the perfect storm begins. Because that child who is stuck in fight or flight is not going to be very relaxed. They're not going to be in digestion mode. Because if you're stuck in protective mode, fight or flight mode, you can't be in what's called parasympathetic. So rest and digest mode. An infant's job is to do four main things. Eat, which then causes poop. Sleep and then Get moving, right? Eat, sleep, poop, and then go through motor development, which would start head and neck, tummy time. We'll get into that a little bit later. So the first thing that is triggered is something called subluxation of the cranial system, But most importantly, the upper cervical spine, the upper neck and brainstem region. Now, subluxation may be the first time you're hearing that term. It's a neurologically focused chiropractic term that means neurological dysfunction. The neurospinal system, the nerves, the muscles, the ligaments, the joints, they get stuck in this sympathetic fight or flight response. So when you hear us talk about subluxation here on the podcast or any of our our, our content, subluxation means stress mode stuck on sympathetic fight or flight stress mode stuck on. So just put all the S's together and it gets stuck there because a baby is at their most plastic stage. This is the time where they are most plastic neuroplasticity, which is the science of all of our work, which means it's going to either be programmed for good because they didn't have birth trauma, they didn't have toxins, they didn't have stress, so they're relaxed, they sleep, they eat, they poop, they go through, move their head and neck, both sides, latching, swallowing, eating easy, no picky eating, no sensory problems, tummy time is fine, rolling over is fine, crawling is fine, furniture, cruising, walking, but when subluxation gets stuck in the upper neck, it triggers this sympathetic fight-or-flight response to get stuck on. Kids go into overdrive. That's your colicky, fussy, can't sleep, can't soothe baby. That's your chronic ear infections, reflux, just grumpy, upset, screaming, crying, uncomfortable baby. Moms and dads... You know your child is struggling right away when this first infant life, early life components of the perfect storm and birth trauma come into play. So even though your doctors dismissed it, this episode is taking you back to that mom and dad gut instinct that goes, something's wrong. They should sleep easier. They should soothe better. They should be more relaxed. This is a baby. They should be, you know, sleep like a baby is the saying. I think it really only means the first couple of weeks without birth intervention and subluxation, but that's where they should be. So when you innately know that they are off, something's off, maybe even said it that way to your pediatrician. And they said, ah, don't worry. They'll grow out of it. Some kids are just fussy. Some kids just, they get ear infections. Some kids are just reflexy. Da, 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 da. Here's your antibiotic. Here's your prevacit Here's turn the volume up. Let them cry it out. The worst advice ever comes from dismissing the reality of what's causing a child's challenges and triggering it, especially back to the trigger of birth trauma. So I'd love to be done with the negative science of birth trauma right here. When we talk about sympathetic fight or flight overdrive, I'm not because the other side of the nervous system, our nervous system has two modes of operation to it. Gas pedal, sympathetic, fight or flight, protective response. God gave us that to save our life, to handle emergency situations. But the thing is, it's supposed to be turned on and then immediately turned back off. An infant, especially, I can't say it enough, is supposed to spend very little time in fight or flight mode. Our kids are supposed to spend the majority of their childhood in rest and relaxation, regulation, creative play, growth and development. All of that good stuff happens via what's called the parasympathetic, so the opposite of the sympathetic, rest, relaxation, regulation, digestion side of the nervous system. There is a very important nerve, the most important nerve in the entire body, and I promise we'll do deep dive episodes all about this nerve, and it has to be tied to birth trauma the most important nerve in the body is called the vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S, nicknamed the wandering nerve. The vagus nerve is parasympathetic. It's in charge of going from the brainstem and the cranial system down to the heart, down to the lungs, down to the stomach, up to our eyes, up to our brain, up to our mouth to relax things, to stimulate things in a growth regulation, socialization, anti-inflammatory response, the vagus nerve is the boss of our health. If this episode is the first time you're learning about the vagus nerve, from this moment on, I want you to become obsessed with learning everything you can about the vagus nerve. It's essential, crucial role in every facet of our health, from digestion to emotional regulation to inflammatory modulation. And here's why birth trauma is a seriously big deal to the vagus nerve. Because the vagus nerve is a cranial nerve. One of 12 cranial nerves, it's cranial nerve number 10. Cranial nerve number 10 and cranial nerve number 11, the spinal accessory nerve, Nickname that, they leave the frame of magnum. So they go down through the neck, through the thorax. The vagus nerve goes way further. Number 10 goes way further than number 11. Hence the nickname wandering nerve because it goes all over the body, all the way down to the lower abdomen. And the vagus nerve is the parasympathetic rest relaxation stimulation side. So because that nerve literally, physically, anatomically needs to route through the neck to do its vitally important jobs, all throughout the body and report back to the brain because it's primarily a sensory nerve, it's 85% sensory, meaning it's a gigantic sensory receptor satellite nerve that goes all the way down, heart, lung, stomach, you name it, to the brain, to the eyes. The vagus nerve is what regulates our social emotional status, which is why it's so involved. Damage to the vagus nerve is the number one overlooked cause of autism. You name it, it's involved in it. And the vagus nerve is 85% sensory. So with birth trauma, putting this all together and start to kind of close the loop on the science, at least the first run into it, that physically traumatic birth, forceps, vacuum, C-section, whatever it may be, the first, it's really two things at the same time. The first thing it does is it triggers an excessive sympathetic fight or flight response. Now your baby and your child are too stuck on the gas pedal. If they still have this, it's an ADHD raging bull kiddo. If they still have this, it's a stimming, stressed out, anxious, kiddo with autism, anxiety, those sort of challenges, seizures are an over-excessive sympathetic response and an under-excessive vagus nerve parasympathetic regulation response to keep the brain and the body from seizing. Everything can be tied to this conversation right here. Too much sympathetic response and too little what's called parasympathetic vagal nerve tone. An upper cervical brainstem subluxation causes both at the same time and that's why it's the biggest deal you've never heard about that's why it's the biggest missing link in every conversation from autism to epilepsy to asthma that's why knowing about this is also the key to unlock the door to doing something about this the vagus nerve if you have tried to get your child's sleep to improve the vagus nerve is the key. If you have tried to get your child's gut health to improve and the diet and supplements and detoxes are perfect and awesome and wonderful and moved you in the right direction but didn't get full healing, full gut brain microbiome health, the vagus nerve and stimulating that is the key. If your child is still inflamed all the time, gets sick too often, stays sick too long, and you've cleaned up every toxin, you've got every natural defense in in the world, The vagus nerve is the key to getting your child's immune system healthy again. If their speech and their motor tone is off track, they still have low tone or speech delays or maybe full-on apraxia, the vagus nerve and the cranial nerves and the upper cervical nerves are controlled in speech sensory processing, emotional regulation. I could literally stay on this podcast episode for another 10 hours and just talk about all the roles of the vagus nerve and what's called the autonomic system. So putting it all together, the autonomic or central nervous system has these two different modes of operation, gas pedal, fight or flight, sympathetic, brake pedal, vagus nerve, parasympathetic. These are both important. We want our children to be able to go into gas pedal mode when they're playing baseball, when they're playing soccer, when they're out at recess, when they're playing outside. And then we want them to be able to immediately regulate and move throughout to the other side of their nervous system where they're sleeping, where they're napping, where they're eating, where they're concentrating, where their emotional regulation and socialization is kicking into gear. That's all done by the vagus nerve. So this whole perfect storm sequence is triggered from this one thing. Now, swimming upstream to a lot of these kiddos who ended up with a, a, an intervention needed at birth, was there a pre-wiring from a stressful pregnancy, stressful fertility journey? Yes, so often. But if there's one thing in the perfect storm sequence from stress from fertility and pregnancy to physically brainstem vagus nerve damage birth intervention... And then to colic, difficulty latching, chronic ear infections, antibiotics, um, gross motor delays, fine motor delays, speech delays, social-emotional regulation challenges, tantrums, meltdowns, autism diagnosis, ADHD diagnosis, anxiety diagnosis. That is the shortest run I could ever take you through on the perfect storm. But where does it all begin? What was the original primary trigger? This is the obsession of our work as chiropractors. DC stands for doctor of chiropractic technically by the degrees on our wall, but it stands for doctor of cause. This isn't a regular kind of doctor that looks at this. This isn't a regular kind of chiropractor that looks at this. To know about this is to have studied it and dedicated your entire career to it. That's what I did some 15, 16 years ago. And I had already figured this out. I'd already made these clinical correlations. I'd already, there wasn't near as much research and meta analysis as there is now, 15 years ago, but it was actually already there then, too. It was there in case histories. As I close this out, I want you to know how I really found it. I didn't get it from school first. I had two different postdoctorates, I had an undergrad degree, a doctorate degree, and two postdoctorate certifications. And nobody told me about birth trauma. Upper cervical, vagus nerve, dysautonomia, all these things we taught here on this podcast. You know who did? And you know why this podcast exists? You, moms, dads, sitting down knee to knee, taking case histories with you. I was so blessed early in my career. My first mentor, Dr. Mike Cody, uh, miss him. He's in heaven. We don't have him here anymore. And he just told me, he said, if you really want to know, if you really want to do your job as a chiropractor and find the cause of why your kids, your patients are so sick. You need to shut up and you need to listen to their moms and go all the way back through the case history, especially pregnancy, especially labor and delivery. And he was already onto it. And he started to teach me this work and I took it and ran with it. So listening to you moms is how we found these answers. I think that's why the OBs, the pediatricians, And it's conventional medical system. Now, again, every time we do a podcast, I got to kind of lump everybody together. We can't actually lump all the chiropractors together on this on the good side either. There's a very specific kind of chiropractor called a PX doctor and a nervous system focused pediatric chiropractor who has the training, not just to take these case histories and draw these clinical correlations. Like I've said through the whole podcast episode, it's one thing to know about it. It's a whole nother thing to be trained in the clinical protocols, the technology, the care plans, and the very specific what are called neurotonal adjustments to activate the vagus nerve, to release tension from the sympathetic nervous system, to restore balance to the autonomic nervous system, to reorganize neurological pathways and neurodevelopment and milestones that got off track. There's a very specific clinical protocol that this kind of chiropractor, PX doctors know about to get your child's Storm calmed to get their development back on track, and it usually starts with the basics. When we begin adjusting our kiddos who are locked into, we'll go all the way to the worst of it. When they're locked into autism, locked into epilepsy, locked into these severe neurological challenges, the first things we want to help them do are sleep better, eat better, have a better functioning digestive system, and poop better. Just they regulate their immune system and not be so inflamed all the time and get healthier and then get their motor system working better. Because I actually was very light on that part of it here on this episode, but the upper cervical, the brainstem and the cerebellum is also up there, regulates all motor tone and coordination. So if you've taken your kid to the nth degree in OT, PT, and speech to try and work on these motor incoordinations and tone challenges and too much spasm here and too much weakness here, then you haven't gotten full results. It all comes back to subluxation and birth trauma. And until you have this kind of pediatric chiropractor, there just isn't any other intervention that is as directly and as potently able to do something about subluxation and dysautonomia. There are lots of ways, as you'll learn about in other podcast episodes and I'm sure in some other awesome interviews with nerve, nervous system-focused health experts, there are ways to stimulate your vagus nerve and even your child's vagus nerve the most potent, incredible. And especially if your child had physically traumatic birth trauma, there's there's nothing near as closely neurologically potent as a nervous system-focused adjustment for that kiddo. So I'll bring this one to a close, but I wanted to get you this episode really early in the launch of the Experience Miracles podcast. I got to imagine we're going to come back to birth trauma and birth intervention in pretty much every podcast episode ever. This will somewhere come into the conversation. Because our whole focus is the nervous system and the health of the nervous system for your child. And if 85 to 90% of all conditions we've seen clinically for 15 plus years, now you put all of our PX Docs network together, we're talking about literally millions of patients. If almost nine out of 10 kids, the trigger, the pin the tail on the donkey factor that no one else has addressed that we can is birth intervention and birth trauma You better believe it'll be brought up on 90% or more of these podcasts because it's the number one thing you deserve to know so you can do something about. And what I want you to do to do something about it in close for this podcast is number one, share this. We are parents, right? And we know that that job is not easy. There is no harder job. Remember, till you get to four kids and you give up. Okay, back to that joke real quick. If you, if, you, if you skip to the end of this, you missed my joke in the middle of it. But it's the hardest job in the world. We know how hard we work to keep our kids healthy and happy and set them up for a successful life. And in today's world, not just because of bad genetics, that's the least factor of the perfect storm, and also not just because of gluten and toxins, We have the sickest kids in the world, and you've probably worked your butt off to try and get them healthy again. And if you tuned into this podcast, you may be not all the way there yet, which is why you found this and listened to this. This is the thing you need to learn more about. I really want you to share the heck out of this because we care about our kiddos and we care about other parents and we know how hard it is. So please help us get this information out to the world. This is the thing that changes kids' lives. This is what triggers the storm. So until this is found and this is fixed by a neurologically focused... And that fixes my Iowa term. There's no treatment. There's no cure from chiropractic for autism or ADHD or colic or anything. We don't treat. We don't cure. We address the root cause. We get the nervous system out of fight or flight. We stimulate the vagus nerve and we let the nervous system get back on track and manage and govern all healing because it's fully capable of it. Our kids are designed to be healthy. Our kids are designed to heal and they need their nervous system perfectly balanced and on track to do that. All healing starts with and stays with the nervous system. So our whole goal is to get this, especially this episode, especially this message out to the world. I would give anything for you to share this on your Instagram stories. I'd give anything for you to put it on TikTok, put it on Facebook, put it in your Facebook groups with other moms. You gotta listen to this. I'd love for you to go to YouTube, subscribe there, watch this episode there. We're going to sneak in on the post. We're going to put in a little bit of the video of the C-section so you can see what I'm talking about in this podcast episode on YouTube. So go there, see that. I promise I'll just give you even more clarity. Comment, subscribe there. Give us a review on this podcast. Help us get this hope, answers, and help out to the world. And then the final, most important action step is if you don't yet have a PX doctor in your life, it's time to go to the website, pxdocs.com. Find, you hit the button that says, find a PX doc. find your pediatric chiropractor, put in your region, put in your city, put in your zip code and get connected to them. If you think your child's challenges may possibly even a little bit be connected to birth trauma and birth intervention, there's no one else out there that does anything about this nearly, actually really at all, like we do as nervous system focused pediatric chiropractors, MPX docs. So my final plea, if you will, I hope you just hear me from parent to parent. I literally watched my son's birth trauma unfold after studying it every single stinking night and weekend for three years straight. And it was wild and it was crazy. And I'll never actually have the right words to, to really probably describe the experience because it's one of those kind of indescribable ones. But the one thing I'm thankful for is Dr. Cody and all the people who sent me on this path to learn about this, So, I could know hey, what just happened to his neck, to his brainstem, to his vagus nerve. He had brain damage, it was on his MRI. He had seizures. We watched them. It's the worst thing you could ever see a kiddo go through. They were on his EEG. He had the worst findings on MRI, the worst findings on EEG. So, he had the worst prognosis medically. But I watched his birth trauma happen, so I went right to work. I'm just going to finish again one more time with my Iowa farmer terminology. So I went right to work on fixing the damage, the physical trauma to his neck, to his brainstem, to his neurospinal system and vagus nerve. And I made two to three adjustments per day while he was in the NICU to activate his vagus nerve to release tension from his sympathetic nervous system. And while Oliver was hooked up to those machines, I could literally see his blood pressure come down because as you turn the vagus nerve on and the sympathetics come down, blood pressure relaxes. I could literally see his biggest issues were cardiopulmonary in, in addition to his brain. I could literally see his oxygen saturation numbers go up during his adjustments. And the nurses would come around and watch. Did the doctors ever give me the time to understand birth trauma, dysautonomia, subluxation? No, they didn't. Not yet. Our prayer and our plan with the PX Talks Network is to reach you first. Moms and dads, you're the ones who need this. Your kids are the ones struggling. You need our help most. And then we'll take this to research. We'll take this to the... I I don't think anybody there has any... Any intentions other than keeping kids healthy and getting them healthy. It's just literally a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of awareness that birth trauma is this big of a deal, that it isn't augmentation, it isn't just intervention, it is brain stem damage and injury to the vagus nerve and the autonomic nervous system. And until that is found and handled, that child will struggle. So I pray that this episode changes the course of your child's health and your family's life. And I know in order to do that, you not only needed this information, but the action we just went through. So get into that. I'll stop talking. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you on the next podcast episode. So much more great content coming. I promise you, this is the podcast you're going to want to have first in the queue. I don't know why I a Canadian there. Um, I think we would even call that the queue here in America. Uh, but subscribe, follow, Become obsessed with this podcast. These are our kids, y'all. Most important thing in the world is their health, their happiness. And it's time to shift this generation from the sickest of kids to the healthiest of kids. And it's on us to get that information and take that action to make that happen. And we are here for it. Anything you need, you send us a DM, you send us a message to the website. We are here to support you all the time. God bless. Be well. I'll see you on the next one.